0: GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm your host as always, O.C. Collins. Let's get to it. All right, I know it's been a little while. I am back in the States, in the promised land, New York. We are here. It is humid out. Just to do a little recap, Japan was amazing. If I didn't tell you before, I got to ride the bullet train. That was a top experience for me as well as it Going to all the ancient temples. One of the cities I was in has been around for over 1500 years. It's amazing to be in a place where humans have walked for centuries and centuries, but with that being said, we are back. A lot has changed in this past week and a half since our last show. And also just in general, I left May 5th. Now it's almost June 5th and we have definitely been in web three crypto Bear market, or in a winter, even though it's summer outside, it's definitely cold. Uh, winter slowdown in the the NFT Web3 crypto space, and that's okay. A lot of us would see this not as quite a crash, but more as a correction. There was a lot of things out there. The space, no matter how hot and big and great it seems, it still is very small. But that small group of people are able to pump and push projects and some of those projects don't really have any value to them. So they're gonna fall and they're gonna be pushed on and cleaned off the, the map and a clear borders will be set and winners of the last round. And as soon as you think you see the winners from the last round and think they're gonna be the success of the the successes of the future. Right away, you're going to see the people that were working behind doors during this bear market during this winter that have just been working to solve the problems that we see out there. Recently, I went to a great high school presentation of a high school senior that I was doing a little mentoring with or being a expert. He was doing a high school project, his end of year senior project on the crypto Web3 market, specifically NFTs. And his perspective for his senior paper was basically that NFTs are crashing in the next few months. And it, I might not agree exactly with his end judgment of the space, but it was definitely a great perspective to see and hear someone that is social media, internet native, he was born into all of these things already existing. So it was definitely great, but it's, you know, again, I would say it's more of a correction than a crash that. You could compare some of this to, like he did, the Tulip Mania in the 1600s, but I would say more that specific projects are like Tulip Mania, and they will fall, just like we had in the dot-com bubble. We had many companies that were worth millions and billions of dollars go to zero, but at that same time, where those companies were failing and going under and going bankrupt, we had Facebook. And we had Amazon and we had PayPal and we had many different companies that were figuring out how to make it work as the other ones were failing. And whenever you have big problems, say, how can we actually store images and video on the blockchain? Currently, there's too much memory. You can't store that on an individual block. So there has to be some way of compression that's going to have to be created or a different type of technology that will allow us to be able to compress files even farther than we already have to be able to put them inside of a smaller memory space, smaller storage space. So those are the problems that some people see as being the impediment or the direct downfall of the space where I see that as the next billion and trillion dollar company will be the people that see these problems and figure out the solution all right so let's get into it let's check out the 24-hour seven day 30-day there's definitely some new players in the space again we're looking at only a few billion dollars traded volume in the past month which again that's not that bad considering What was it last year we did around 20 billion dollars and even though we're going slow at only in the past 30 days ethereum has done about 1.5 billion in traded volume that puts us on track to meet last year but again of course we all want to pass last year so i would say that's going to show that right now in a bear market if we're doing one and a half billion a month to two billion to two and a half actually it's about one and a half to two and a half billion a month In the past couple of months, which have been quote unquote bear markets, that still puts us at a place to be able to meet and beat last year's expectations, especially once we get out of this bear market and we hit this another catapult into the next level of adoption in the community. Because again, there's only a few hundred thousand or a few million wallets in the whole world. Like that's it. We're less than 1% of global adoption of NFTs and crypto. So just think once we get to 5%, 10%, a billion people using crypto and using NFT technology, Web3 technology, it is going to be such a bigger explosion than anyone is thinking and seeing at this moment. So that's where I'm steadily concentrating We're building some great stuff in climate. It's been great to see these ups and downs. We wanted to jump into the market sooner, but because of different reasons, we've had to wait, which is no problem. My favorite quote, as some of you might have heard the other version, which is the early bird gets the worm. My favorite version is the early bird gets the worm, but the early worm gets eaten. So know your timing. Know that sometimes it's best to be first, and sometimes it's best to sleep in, let everything take its time, and come out when it is your time. But, at the end, you have to come out. You can't just procrastinate forever, because then it's no longer procrastination. It's just not doing anything. So, it's all about timing, knowing when that timing is almost impossible. You just have to feel it and know when it is time to go. It's time to go, and that's it. All right, so let's get to it. 24 hour top 10. Number 10, we're gonna have, and just real quick, let's push it, point out that the top 10 usually starts in the one, two million dollars. For number 10, right now we're starting at 748,000. So, number 10, Cheebs NFT at 700,000. Number nine, Illuvium Land at 888,000. Number 8, So Rare at 888,000. Number 7, Mutiny Yacht Club at 1 million. Number 6, Leave Me Alone at 1.1 million. Number 5, Buki at 1.5 million. Number 4, Other Deed at 1.9 million. Number 3, Akum Dragons at 2.9 million. Number 2, Bored Ape Yacht Club at 3.3. And number 1, Goblin Town at 4.4 million so just right there let's just point out we have number 10 cheebs nft number nine alluvium nft number six leave me alone number five bookie and number one goblin town so five of the top 10 24 hour are all brand new projects from the last week that's great to see again even though it's a quote-unquote bear market winter market there are still things happening and still money uh being moved, substantial amounts. And the Goblin Town, we'll talk a little bit about at the end. It's goblintown.wtf. What the fuck? So, anyways, back to it. Seven-day top ten. We have Clone X at 4.5 million. Number nine, Elftown.wtf at four point eight million. <sighs> Number eight, so rare at five point six million. Number seven, Rektigai guy at seven point seven million. Number six, Buki at nine million. Number five, Akumu Dragons at nine point five million. Number four, Mutant Yak Club at eleven million. Number three, Other Deed at thirteen million. Number two, Board Yak Club at twenty seven million. Just a jump from three to two, and number one, Goblin Town at thirty million. All right thirty Day Number ten Moonbirds holding it in forty million number nine Doodles at forty one million number eight OK Bears the Solano Project at 44 million number seven Goblin Town at 52 million number six mutinate yacht club at eighty million number five beans at eighty two million number four Projects Phantom PXN at eighty six million number three Azuki at 124 million Number two, board a Biak Club at 128 million. And number one, other deed at $183 million, 30 day traded volume. So let's just point out real quick Azuki, 30 days, it's up 40% from the last month. There was a lot of people that got scared because of the creator said his process he didn't say i'm leaving this project no rug pull here but in the past he has been a part of projects that were not as others would call successful but that's where he learned a lot so anyway so there's been 124 million dollars in traded volume of people being scared of the project and trying to get rid of it and other people still seeing the the possibility success and the dope art in it and buying at that lower price so you're still seeing a very significant traded volume. All right, let's go over the top five all time. I don't think there's any movers here. Number five, Art Blocks at 1.2 billion. Number four, Mutant Yacht Club at 1.5 billion. Number three, Board Yacht Club at 2.1 billion. Number two, CryptoPunks at 2.5 billion. And number one, Axie Infinity at four billion dollars. So as I've said before, Axie Infinity, we basically can take them off the map because they're doing no business anymore. They're doing like $100,000 a month or something like that. Like they're done with. And then if you add up all of Yuga Labs projects, CryptoPunks Punks, Bored Ape, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, those three, we're looking at about $6 billion right there. So by far, Yuga Labs is the number one, killing it, knocking it out the park. To end this part out, we'll talk a little bit about V friends, V con Gary V did his damn thing. He did his conference in the U S bank stadium in Minneapolis. I believe he had around 8,000 people or something. There looked like an amazing event conference festival vibe to it. He had Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, Miguel. He had all kinds of artists, spike Lee, famous director. He had all kinds of different people and personalities, everyone that's coming into the space he had there from established Web3 people, crypto people, to established movie stars and musicians. Literally every culture maker, influencer that is either already a part of Web3 and or is trying to become a part of it. They were there as well as his community, the V friends. Anyone who owned one of his holds, one of his V friends, NFT has one ticket to the conference. And that's something that is a huge value that he's giving to his community and would help sell out his projects. Because besides having this cool piece of art that can be traded and sold just for that value. And on top of that, you have some of them, you could FaceTime with him. Most of them have a very specific perk. And then they all came with the general perk of being able to get into the VCon conference in Minnesota that just happened. And then to sell more tickets, he released the tickets, specifically a VCon ticket on OpenSea. I believe it was like point one, point two, so two, three hundred dollars for the tickets initially, and then, <coughs> sorry, 0.16 ETH. It was something like that, and. So people bought it, came to the conference, and I guess there were still some for sale. So he didn't sell out all the tickets that he had on OpenSea. And so during the conference when he was on stage with Snoop Dogg, he mentioned that there's going to be a future drop that he's going to do, a project he's going to do with Snoop. And anyone who is a ticket holder will have access to this new drop. If that means being put on the allow list or a direct airdrop, no one really knows what it is exactly. They just know that by having or owning the VCon NFT ticket, you have access to that. So the price of the leftover VCon tickets or people that had just bought them to go to the conference, they bought them at, like I said, around $200. It went all the way up to about a thousand, twelve hundred dollars $1,500. $1, so right now the price for one of these tickets, and let's just make sure to mention and point out the conference is over now. So even when he mentioned that the conference was on its last day, but then people went out and bought extra tickets or people that weren't even there that heard about this through Twitter, they went and bought a ticket, never planning to go to the event, just to hold this ticket so that they would have access to the possible project and potential uh windfall or whatever it is that will come out uh, from the the snoop dog gary Vee project but knowing this is a way that you can always add more value or utility so you have something that hasn't sold out but now you can add more value to it to help it sell out or again you've already made your money from the concert of the event but you have 200 tickets just lying there and the event is actually over now you can say hey anybody who holds one of the tickets get access get a discount whatever it is something special that only holding this nft gives you will be a new way to be able to continue to sell products after an event or after uh, the special is over and just a new way to engage with the audience and give them more value all right the only other thing we'll talk about real quick is Some of the top new projects that we saw, especially in the 24. So we have the Alluvium Land. That is a new one for a land metaverse type of project. We have Cheebs, another new project. Something, eh, it's all right. We won't go into that one too much. I do like Boki Boki. I don't know how you say it. It's B-O-K-I. The art is super cool. I like the vibe of it. The website is cool what they're explaining that they're going to do just building a super diverse interesting community i like that one I like cool Kumu dragons also dope site i like the simplicity of it the story that they're telling again this is the bigger part of why this is digital art i say i like the story i like the website i like the aesthetics these are all the parts of the world building of this digital art this digital storytelling that I'm buying into I'm not actually paying to buy into it but I appreciate it (laughs) just like going into a museum there's lots of pieces of art that I buy into that I like but I'm not actually buying I'm just figuring out how to appreciate it and the things that are there to appreciate so the last one that we'll go over quickly is Goblin Town it's a brand new project that just came out in the past week it is killing it it's already done what is it 30 million dollars yeah it's done sorry 52 million dollars it's been out for about two and a half three weeks in the past seven days alone it's done 30 million so goblin it's art it's definitely uh more particular It's kind of got the what's his name the the little guy who's always wants the ring in the lord of the rings he's got that goblin he is a goblin it's called goblin town so they they look like what you think the person that's doing all the mean comments online and being a troll, that's what the goblin is. So it's definitely a meme, a joke on internet and web3. And specifically, there is some images that are directly poking fun at web3 and crypto. So, you know, it is meme art, you could say, but it's definitely has some real art aesthetic to it, a cohesiveness to the whole project. Now people are so worried about anonymous projects which is so funny and interesting because that's what the whole space was built around at first but now everyone wants docs; they want to know who is running this who is taking these millions of dollars also goblin town started out as a free mint so the people that got them they just had to pay the transaction fee but the gas fee but no actual cost so this is one of the most successful projects that has been a free mint that is now upwards of 10, 11 ETH floor price. So $20, $30,000. And nobody knows who the founders, who the, who the creators are, which is adding more anxiety. But at the same time, you just see the price going again, it's goblin town.wtf. We know what that means. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out in the long, I'm not buying any, that's for sure, (laughs) but it is definitely an interesting project and I will be watching it more. That is going to be it for today. We'll be back in the next couple days with another one. We're going to keep it tight, bringing it back to about three podcasts a week. All right. So until next time, NFA, Dior, this is not financial advice. Do your own research. Have a great day. Peace out. Sponsored by Climate Right Corporation. Creating a new way to look at environmentalism by connecting luxury products high-quality carbon offsets, and using the blockchain to verify, be transparent, and build this amazing community.